celebrating the completion of small accomplishments is what leads to the completion of larger goals. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast, where we break through all the fears, obstacles, and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from the life, relationships, and business or career you desire. I am your host, Evelyn Huynh, founder of Evolve 89 Coaching Institute, speaker and transformational life coach specializing in inner child and generational trauma healing. Join me each week to heal and strengthen the relationship with yourself and activate your authentic voice so that you can evolve mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Hello, hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Evolve with Evelyn podcast. I cannot believe we are on episode 10. And I'm so stoked for you in this episode because no matter who you are, what you do, where you're at in life, this episode is something that is going to truly help you evolve mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and it's going to help you rebuild this relationship with yourself. And so in today's episode, it's actually inspired by one of my recent coaching calls with a client. And I was like, oh my God. Like I struggled with this, you struggled with this. There's so many other people who are currently struggling with this. So this is going to be a mishmash of talking about the importance of celebration. And you're probably rolling your eyes like Evelyn, like, why are we talking about this? But trust me when I say that this has probably one of the number one reasons why so many people struggle to move forward in their life, struggle to achieve their goals is not celebrating, right? And then the second thing is going to be a mishmash with negative self-talk. It kind of goes hand in hand with one another. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. And if you stick till the very end, I have a very special announcement for you and an exciting giveaway. Because if you've ever wanted to work with me, but finances have been a little tight, then this is something that you definitely want to stay tuned for. Celebration doesn't have to be all these big, grandiose things. I can't tell you how many times I've been on coaching calls with clients and I'm asking them, hey, you know, what is something that you're celebrating? What are you so excited about? And they literally just sit there in awkward silence. They can't find anything to celebrate. And that's a problem. And I'm saying this because I've struggled with this myself. Even on coaching calls with my own coaches, I remember years ago, I would just look like a deer in headlights, like nothing came to mind. And the reason why this is a problem and why it's happening is because we have been conditioned as a society and as we've grown up that celebration is only for the big things in life, the big milestones like finishing school, college, getting married, having kids, buying a house, all these different things. So, or birthdays or anniversaries. So other than that one day a year or those couple times in our lives, we're not celebrating. Like we don't, and I'm not saying that celebration has to be you getting balloons and a cake and throwing a party with a potluck. Celebration is just when you are taking intentional time and just sitting in gratitude for what is there. So for example, It can be as minute things as 
you struggling with depression or struggling with anxiety, and let's say it's hard for you to get up in the morning, especially now that we're going into the wintertime, so many of us struggle with seasonal depression, seasonal affective disorder, and it's hard to get out of bed. I remember when I was living back in Canada, because I'm in California now, it's so dark in the morning, it's cold. The last thing you want to do is just be a person for a lot of us. And in those moments when you can get yourself out of bed, get yourself to shower, drive your kids to school, or show up to your work meetings, those are things that need to be celebrated. And you're, again, probably rolling your eyes, but think about it. Our brains are wired to respond to rewards. Think about yourself as a little kid. If you have kids, think about your kids. I have a dog, Lolo, and I remember when he was a puppy and I was training him to learn all these different tricks, it was constant, constant positive reinforcement. It was like, oh my God, you did it. Good job. Good boy. You're so good. And then his tail starts wagging and he gets so excited and it builds that confidence inside of him to redo that trick or to learn new tricks. And I remember talking to one of his dog trainers And they were walking me through the things that they walked Lolo through. And they're like, yeah, we have to build up their confidence. And in that moment, I just kind of sank. Like I I sat back and I was like, oh, wow. Like I never heard of it like that, like building up their confidence to learn new things. So as kids, you know, we didn't just come out of the womb knowing everything. We had to learn things step by step. We learned how to not to touch the fireplace. We learned to how to walk. We learned how to eat certain things. And if we want our children and if our parents wanted us to continue doing those things, like they were constantly celebrating us. Remember, don't you see how many people make those videos where it's like, oh my God, my baby took his first step. And then obviously you celebrate the first step and then you don't celebrate anything else. And so we celebrate a lot of these initial milestones in childhood. But then as we've grown up, It becomes automated, it becomes autopilot, and we just kind of learn that celebration doesn't need to happen anymore. And then along with growing up, then we have our parents putting all these different parents, caregivers, schools, teachers, religion, putting all these pressures on us to do more, be more. And so we kind of just keep going through life and not allowing ourselves to slow down, to be intentional in those moments. And to celebrate. It's like, okay, well, you graduated kindergarten. Yay. And then it's like, then it's like, you don't really celebrate big again until what, like grade eight university. You know what I mean? So our brains are literally wired to respond to rewards. It's not just what happens when you're a child. It it literally happens throughout your entire life. Even you and I talking right now, our brains are still wired to respond to rewards. So when was the last time that you celebrated yourself, that you rewarded yourself for something that you did? And again, it doesn't always have to be these big celebrations. The other day I went to the beach and I was like, you know what? I'm going to celebrate an amazing Black Friday launch. All the amazing people that have come into my world, I'm going to celebrate. And I just brought myself to the beach. I sat in the sand. I walked into the ocean and I just listened to the sound of the waves. My heart was so full. I was beaming in gratitude and I was watching the sunset and my heart just felt so full. 
celebration can be free, okay? Let's make that clear. But the thing is, is that when celebrating the completion of small accomplishments is what leads to the completion of larger goals. One of the number one things that I hear people complain about and things that I work with, um, support my clients with is helping them achieve their goals, right? As a life coach, that's literally what my job is to help you work through the blocks and challenges that you're experiencing so that you can consistently move forward towards your desires and your goals in life. And achieving those larger goals is accumulation of achieving smaller little goals that leads to that. It's the compound effect. So we can't expect to get to these big, big celebrations and these big rewards and these big goals if we literally just bypass everything that it takes to get there. And so when now we're going to segue into this negative self-talk because I will, I don't know the number, but I will argue, especially based off my own experience and working with clients, over 90% of people, and I'll even say that it's probably more, but we'll just stick with 90. Over 90% of people struggle with negative self-talk. And for those of us who do more personal development, let's say for if you're someone like me who is a self-development, personal development geek, and you work on yourself consistently, I still have days where I have negative self-talk and I don't even realize it sometimes. And then when you think of the person who has never dabbled into personal development or work on themselves consistently, then you can only imagine how much more negative self-talk that they experience. And so as a coach, I see the spectrum. I see people who, you know, struggle a little bit here and there. They'll have seasons. And then you'll have some people who literally are in a state of negative self-talk all the time. And my heart breaks for these kinds of people because it's not their fault. It's oftentimes what they grew up with. And that's where inner child comes into play. All this relates to inner child and generational trauma because it's what we've been conditioned as a kid. It's what we learned from our parents. So if you never had parents like me who celebrated you, right? Nothing was ever good enough. Then you kind of learn that nothing is ever good enough. And I have to keep striving and I have to keep achieving in order to get to those big goals to celebrate. And that's why people like me, if you're like me, we're like recovering, we're high achievers, we're perfectionists because we're striving to those big goals to finally celebrate. So one of the hardest things for people like us to do is celebrate those small moments. And let me tell you, it is one of the hardest things to do because it's very uncomfortable. It's very unnatural. It's very, it's not even that it's unnatural because it is natural, but we have just conditioned ourselves outside of that. Like, you know what I mean? So going back into, you know, linking to childhood wounds and this negative self-talk, when you are constantly going through your day, feeling like you're not doing enough, you're ego in your mind is like, you should do this, you should do that. Even though your mind, I mean, your body and your heart and your soul is like, go take your kids to the park, go shop, go to the mall, go hang out with friends, go to the movies, enjoy a nice little vacation, go to the beach. Have you ever had those moments? And I'm asking you, think about the last time Or when you had a moment where your heart and your soul and your intuition led you to do something. It's like, do this, go here, talk to this person. But then your mind and your ego is like, no, 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 no. 
don't do that. You should do this or you have to do this. This happens to me all the time. And this happened to my client. She was just called to go take her kid to breakfast. And then they went to the car wash. But then her mind and her ego was like, no, you shouldn't have done that. You should have stayed home. You should have cleaned. You have this whole to-do list to do. And then even though in that moment when she did the thing that her heart led her to do, she was in a state of joy, love, peace, fulfillment. And then the ego and the mind kicked in and all of a sudden she started feeling shame and guilt and all these emotions, right? Here's a rule of thumb. Anytime you say should to yourselves, to yourself, you're shaming yourself, right? Should equals shame. So when you're saying I should have done this, there is a layer of shame that's there. And I want you to Google or just write this down, there's something called the consciousness scale, okay? This consciousness scale is just um, a scale that shows you all the different ranges of emotions. I mean, it doesn't even have all of them, but it has the major ones. And then it shows the frequency that it vibrates at. So the highest at the very top of this pyramid, it's like an upside down pyramid. So like the big part of the pyramid's at the top and then the skinny part is at the bottom. So at the top is enlightenment and that's vibrating at 700 to 1000. Peace is 600. Joy is 540. Love is 500. And these are expanded vibrations, expanded frequencies, expanded emotions. And then when you go to the very bottom, this little tip, the lowest one is shame. And guess what that's vibrating at? 20. And then above that is guilt at 30. And these are contracted emotions, contracted vibrations and contracted um, frequencies. And when we think about the law of attraction, right? The manifestation, that's literally how we, like we, it's the idea that our thoughts create our reality. And in order for that to happen, we also vibrate at a certain frequency depending on what we're feeling and we're experiencing. So, You'll notice that people who are really successful, who, you know, have achieved a lot, are, they make a lot of money, they have great relationships with the people around them. It seems like they're constantly attracting amazing opportunities. You can see the direct correlation with how often they work on themselves because these people are often doing the inner work so that they are in a consistent and I'm not saying always, but consistently vibrating at expanded frequencies like love, joy, and happiness because they're leading with their heart. They're leading with their intuition. They are doing what makes them feel good rather than what they feel like they have to do. And so for other people who struggle with negative self-talk, we are on both ends of the spectrums all the time. Like we struggle with negative self-talk sometimes, and then sometimes we you know, do the inner work and then we're working on our vibration. Like this isn't just being like, okay, this is one type of person and this is another type of person. We, we, we all, we're on the spectrum, okay? So when you're in the state of negative self-talk and you're constantly feeling bad about yourself, you're constantly shit-talking yourself, being self-deprecating, saying you should have done this, you should have done that, regretting, feeling grief and just feeling so much guilt over the things that you did or didn't do, you are in such a low, not even low, sorry, contracted frequency. And when you're in that contracted vibration and frequency, guess what you're attracting into your life? Like things. So other people, situations, 
events that are vibrating at 20 or 30 in that contracted state. So oftentimes we have goals of making more money, signing on more clients, attracting that dream partner, building that business, like all these amazing things that are honestly vibrating at a very high frequency. We're literally not in alignment with the things that we desire. So do you see how this can be so hard on us? Because one, if you're struggling with negative self-talk and then you're attracting all these, you know, not so great situations and people into your life, and then you're not reaching your big desired goals, but then you're making it mean something about you. So then we're just constantly in this cycle of feeling like we're a piece of shit, (laughs) like if we're being honest here. But I think realizing that this is what's happening, this awareness helps you be more self-aware in moments when you are feeling not the greatest. So for example, when I'm struggling mentally and emotionally, I'll have a little pity party. And before I would have a pity party for a really long time. Maybe I'll talk, call up some friends and I'll shit talk and I'll gossip and I'll do all these things because it's easy to sit in those feelings, right? It's more comfortable and it's nice to have other people who are shit talking with you, right? Who are also in those like states because then you feel not alone. But that doesn't attract the things that you actually desire. So now when I'm, I find myself in those states, I actively allow myself to work through them, to process them, and to get myself into a more expanded vibration. Because I have this awareness that, holy shit, Evelyn, like you're being really shitty to yourself right now. And that's okay. You can forgive yourself. And the longer you stay in this state, the more things in that vibration you're going to attract into your life. So having this awareness really allowed me to be like, okay, how can I be like, if I am the creator of my reality, how can I be more in control right now? Okay, I can take control of my emotions and my feelings and process them and work through them so that I can raise. Is this making sense? Are you following along? I'm kind of just like having like a chit chat with you. Um, this isn't necessarily like a training, but I just wanted to have an open, honest conversation with you because this is something that I see so many people struggle with. And so rule of thumb, just like celebrate, because guess what? When you are celebrating those quote unquote smaller things, guess what you're doing? You are following, like you are putting yourself in a state of gratitude and a state of love. And those are two of the highest, most expanded vibrations and frequencies you can be at. So when you're doing that consistently, it's going to change everything for you. So an exercise that I recommend to my client that's been really helping her is every day before you go to bed, write down all the things that you've gone done in that day and celebrate yourself for it. Because we are such an autopilot our entire lives that we kind of push past things. So for example, she's like, well, yesterday I was just not having a good day and I just wanted to stay home and I kind of just wanted my kids to skip school, but I got up and I drove my kid to school and I was like, dude, that's huge. That's massive. Do you know how many parents would be in a situation where they would literally just stay in bed and not even care and just, you know, like, okay, kids, you can skip school. But she literally got her ass up, drove her kids to school and that's amazing. And then I saw this like lightness in her body. She just smiled and she's like, yeah. I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And then it activated something inside of her. And she's like, you know, when I used to work in corporate, I would always wish that I could drive my kids to school. 
And now that I'm here, I don't even realize and remember that that was something that I used to wish for so badly. And again, it started helping her feel the feelings of gratitude and appreciation, right? It's kind of like when you're in business like me. I remember the times when I used to celebrate the crap out of $150 invoices. Like, oh my God, mom, dad, I got, I just made $150. And then now a thousand dollar invoice comes in and I'm like, okay, awesome. Okay, next, next goal. And I'm starting to get back into a point where I'm like, Evelyn, like celebrate that $1,000 the same way that you celebrated the $150. Because if you can't be proud and excited and grateful for what you have right now, you're not going to be grateful and excited for the thing when it actually comes. And it's going to make the process to getting there so much longer. So to kind of wrap up this episode, remember that celebration doesn't have to be all these big things. Your brain is literally rewired to respond to rewards. So celebrate in those minute moments. It, I know for people like you and I, we love to-do lists and we make our to-do lists a mile long. But I need you to remember that your to-do list is not, it's not the Bible. It's there to help you move forward, but it's not something that you have to live by. And at the end of the day, life flows in so many different ways. There's days when I put three things on my to-do list and I get them all done. And then there are also days where I put 20 things on my to-do list and I get two things done because the IRS called and I have to deal with them or my credit card company, I have to like fix something or I have to be on the phone for like eight hours with like another company. And in those moments, I get to celebrate, you know, I like talk to the tax person. I got my taxes figured out. I talked to my kids school and like this and this happened. So celebrate what you did get done and not focus on the things that you didn't get done. You know what I mean? Because celebrating those smaller things is a hundred percent and what will always lead to the completion of those bigger things when you celebrate those smaller things that happen into your life on a daily consistent basis you are constantly acknowledging your own worth and that is what gives you that inner confidence to to crush the next day to get excited about like literally plowing through your week with excitement and passion and acceptance and self-appreciation and self-worth and love and all these amazing expanded vibrations. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would absolutely love to hear from you what you thought of it. And to kind of wrap this up, I am officially launching, well, it's not officially launching, it's already launched, the Wounds to Wealth membership. And this is a inner child generational trauma and life coaching monthly membership that includes monthly coaching calls, Q&As, live Q&As, expert guest trainers, and all the things at a very, very incredible, affordable investment and low time commitment. So there's three tiers. We have silver, gold, and platinum. And you can get started as low as $22. So you can click the link in the description box below, evolvewithevelyn.com forward slash membership. I'm so excited to let you know that I'll be choosing two winners to win a six month gold membership inside of the Wounds to Wealth membership. And all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and email my team at info at evolvewithevelyn.com. And I will be choosing a winner by 
December 7th, because that's the first day that we start. So if you have any questions, if you need anything, just message me on Instagram at Evolve with Evelyn. I'd love to hear from you. But remember, there's going to be two giveaways for this membership. And if you'd like to be inside, just click the link in the description box. And if you're one of the people who end up winning, then we will gladly give you a refund. But I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will catch you next week. Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.